We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Bernstein and Holmes, middays 10 to 2 on 670 The Score and 670thescore.com. In Odyssey Station. Station, 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 Station. We can't overshadow what's in front of us right now. Not at all. You know, those guys are... Um, the former former Super Bowl champions, and to be a champion, you got to go through a champion, you know. So th- that's pretty much the mindset. Yeah, for me, it's you know you, you you're real with yourself. You understand where you're at as a quarterback, um, how you played, um, and it doesn't matter if you play good or bad. Like you can't, I don't think, take really any of that with you the next week. It's a new game, it's a new scheme, it's a new environment. Everything, everything about it is new. So it's almost like you got to clean the slate, um, learn from the mistakes, build off of. You know the good things that you've done, but it's going to be a it's, it's a new game. Um, so that's the the mental battle that I feel like all the NFL quarterbacks go through, and, and I think that's where the great ones really you know separate themselves from the others. So um, yeah, that's how I look at it. Brock Purdy and Lamar Jackson talking about this weekend and the importance of it. Did Lamar Jackson just give us his version of to be the man? You got to beat the man. I love it. Woo! Woo! This is our Super Bowl Sunday. Woo! We are talking about championship Sunday. It's the Bernstein and Home Show. Lawrence and Layla here with you until 2 o'clock. And we're taking your phone calls about championship Sunday and whether or not you can root for the Lions. I. It's not just the Lions to me. There's a couple questions that I feel like we can go around the horn and ask and then I want to hear from people. Did your favorite teams actually make it this far, or at least your favorite predictions? Because I think a lot of people thought during the parodiness of the NFL season this year and all the mid-teams and the mid-finishes, there was a good chance that your team might not have made it this far in your pick. But I feel like the cream of the crop still rose to the top. Yeah, the cream of the crop. Brother. The macho man. The cream of the crop. It's a really underrated impression you do. That is like a spot-on impression. It's disturbingly good. I feel like my impression of Macho Man is really just an impression of Dan Soder's impression of Macho Man. But I think at one point, Dan and I did dueling Macho Man to each other. <laughs> so so I'm, there's definitely an influence there. For sure. Shout out to Dan Soder, by the way. I, I'm sure he's super excited because he's a man, Randy Savage. Ooh, yeah. He's a big 49ers fan and also childhood friend of Mike McDaniel, which is hilarious. You want to talk to the people about this? See how they feel? I do. You right. mentioned Twitch, the four, you I'm mentioned... reading your comments today. We're trying to double task, triple task. So if you guys, if you guys talk to us, then I will read it in this tiny text box. You mentioned 49ers. We have somebody in Sacramento who wants to talk about being surrounded by 49ers fans, Omar. Okay, well, we'll get to Omar, but why don't we start with Chris? Hey, Chris, you're on the score. Hey, Lawrence, how you doing, man? I love listening to you, too. I think you're a great combination. Uh, just want to start out by saying um, I, I, I'm having a hard time because I, I am rooting for Detroit. I love their coach. I think he's a great guy. But uh, I, I'm a San Francisco guy after the Bears. 
But I think that if Detroit wins, it puts more pressure on the Bears to win because they're in their division. And if Detroit continues to win, then we can start hating them. I don't hate them yet, but I'm ready to hate them because I think they're going to do nothing but get better with the coaching staff they they have. I love the idea. Thanks for the phone call. Ready for hate. I love the idea (laughs) of looking at it from the prism of let the Lions put pressure on the Bears. This is kind of the big picture stuff that the three of us have been talking about, like the concept of taking the North and never giving it back. It's really difficult to do that right now because there are at least two teams that are better than you and maybe three. They finished last for the sixth time in 10 years. See? I don't know that that's taking the North. I do like the concept of being ready to hate a team, preparing yourself for the hate. Sometimes you got to load up. (laughs) You got to load up and you got to be ready. I love that concept. Let's go and talk with Omar now. Hey, Omar, you're on the score. Good morning. I am a diehard Chicago Bear fan in Sacramento, California, so there's nothing that I would like better than to see the 49ers get blown out. That way, the millions of 49er fans that I see daily, they would be on quiet, just like I am right now. And then I feel bad for, or I feel good for the Lions fans because they haven't won anything and never won a Super Bowl. So... They deserve, if you're a Lion fan now and you're proud, if they win the Super Bowl, more power to them. Ultimately, though, I think the Ravens are going to win. But as long as the Niners lose, that's a win for me as a Chicago Bear fan well, in California. So, Omar, wait, wait. I want to ask you something. I want to I I give you an opportunity to maybe retract that because you know who the biggest, like, Bear fan in the world is, right? Yeah. I'm going to say me, but who are you going to say? George, George Kittle. Kittle. Okay. I want to love anything right. as much as George I'm Kittle loves the Bears. the Bears. Yeah. Do we have, like, the full thing studs that we could play so that Omar can hear it? If you can't find it, that's fine because, like, we're doing producing on the fly. I'll take this next call from Robert in Naperville instead. Hey, Robert, you're on the score. Hey, guys. How's it going? Thanks for taking my call. I got to be real. Uh I think I'm emotionally, both emotionally and logically invested in Detroit going forward, man, at least for the postseason here. Um, Do you know why? Emotionally. Yeah. I, emotionally, they, I, I, look, I got, I'm an NFC North family. I have a bunch of, you know, I got Packers fans in here. I got Vikings fans in here, uh, regrettably. But uh, anytime they would ask me, like, hey, man, we're going to root against these Lions, right? I would say, dude. They're the only team that really knows what it's like to be a Bears fan, at least recently. Uh, every Black Monday, I mean, going back for a while now, I could <laughs> would look to my left and right and be like, oh, there's some Lions fans here too. You know, um, and I, I think even logically, I'm also there. You know, they had a similar run to the Bears, or I guess they had a better version of the run that the Bears, I put run in quotation marks, had uh, towards the end of their season. Uh, they have a you know a similar CEO style head coach. You know, Eberflus is kind of like zero sugar Dan Campbell in ways. Uh, Caffeine but, is really you know, what Dan Campbell's on. I mean, he whatever he's on, they got to give it to Flus. But I just I've always sympathized with Lions fans with their plight. I mean, you got the Ravens, the Chiefs, and of course the Niners who have had sustained playoff success recently. It's an underdog story. I'm really there for him, guys. I think I am. All Thank right, you. nothing wrong with that. So so wait, let me go back to the George Kittle thing because we have two drops. George Kittle, has, he has made his feelings known about the Bears often, and 
he's made his feelings known about beating Green Bay often. Hey, go Pack, go the f- home. That's how he feels about it. I just want to love anything oh, as bears. much as he loves the bears. bears. That's George Kittle. That's the guy that's playing in the play, play that second one again, studs. I love the bears. I feel like that's how Dan Campbell feels about the Lions. I, I like to believe that if Ryan Poles was the GM in that draft, he would have gotten George Kittle because he's made a thing of getting the meatball Bears fans here. That's true. He's got a bunch of them on the team like now. Dan Hopefully Feeney. he's smart enough to have not drafted Adam Sheen. JT, oh, TJ Edwards, meatball Bears Robert fan. Tunyon. Robert Tunyon. Robert Tunyon, also meatball White Sox fan. We oh. need to tap into that. Yeah. The meatball White Sox fan. He's the only Is he under contract next year? We should get him on. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Ray, you're on it. Well, you met, you made mention of the Dan Campbell caffeine obsession. Yeah. We should listen back to his coffee order from a couple years ago. Normally what I do is I get, I'll get two venti. I go to, you know, Starbucks. I get two venti of the pipe with two shots in them. So black eye and both. That's what I come in with. That's how I start the day. So That is a lot. That's intense. I don't even drink coffee, and that scares me, that yeah, order. There's a, I need something to cut the acidity there, you know? Not not Dan Campbell, but the coffee. Yeah. We have a. He's got to be drinking water, too, right? Like, that's a lot of dehydrating. Uh, what do you bet Dan Campbell's got one of those gallon jugs he carries around? Oh, he definitely day. does. And it's not like the gallon jug, <laughs> jug with, like, motivational sayings. It's just like an old milk gallon Yeah, it's just jug. a plain jug. A it, plain it, does have, milk jug. it does have something. It just says grit. Yeah, <laughs> it is, it's like Sharpie scrawled on the front of the gallon jug. I feel like the text the text line is a mixed bag on this. First of all, thank you to whoever texted Superb Owl. That is two words, and oh. I will accept it. Okay. Instead of Super Bowl, yes, Superb I love, Owl. I love Superb That's Owl That's been a thing on the internet for a long time of people trying to avoid the, the plane into... The, Super the, Bowl one word. Yeah, well, no, it's playing into like how popular the Super Bowl is, so you avoid giving it the attraction by saying "superb owl." Gotcha. Um, two hundred eight says Bears, Vikings, and Lions have a respect for one another, and we all hate the Packers. I want the Lions to win Cinderella all day. Three one seven. I now hate the Lions as much as the Packers because my buddy, who was a lifelong Bears fan, married a Lions fan, and now he trolls us on our text thread so hard. Fair, fair, fair. I uh, there's something that's super tragic to me about having talents like Barry Sanders and Megatron mm-hmm. and having them retire so early. And growing up, you couldn't get Lions games on TV in Dallas, not that you needed to watch them either. But if there was somebody who I wish I could have seen real time in his prime, knowing as much as I know about football now, it's undoubtedly Barry Sanders. So for that alone... I want to see the Lions succeed. I thought it was great that Calvin Johnson was on the sidelines because you're right. Like, that's a guy whose career is like, wow, you're retiring? Him and Matthew Stafford were just kind of out there, just like, what are we supposed to do? Luckily for for Lions fans who were 
rooting for Matthew Stafford when he was in the Super Bowl with the Rams when he won it. And they did, like, a whole thing. Like, there were people wearing, like, Stafford Rams jerseys because they loved him and respected him so much. And I think it's cool that this year with the Rams coming in, you had Jared Goff, the the people of Detroit, like, having his back against Matthew Stafford. And he's embraced it. He's embraced Detroit in a way that is, I think, admirable because Jared Goff is California as it comes, and he doesn't look like Detroit at all. And he has embraced Detroit, and I think that Detroit is like they've they've reciprocated that love for him. And why shouldn't they? Given given how successful he's been there, how it has helped resurrect his career and his reputation, is that a trade where both entities win because of the results? That's a good question to me. Yep. Given what happened for both teams, was that a W? It's a win-win. The Rams got their Super Bowl. The Lions may have their quarterback for the next five more years. He rolled out a 4,000-yard season last year. And he's only, I think he just turned 30. I mean, that's that's a rare W for both teams when you can say that that worked. And those are some big swings they both took. And look at the draft capital, too. Like, what they've done with the draft in Detroit. It's really, really impressive. Their draft this past season, like, the idea, oh, you got to wait three years. Not if you do it right. And the coach and GM were aligned. Mm-hmm. And then they traded for their quarterback. But they built in the trenches. And that's why I love it so much. Goff is actually still 29. He is he still 29. He doesn't turn 30 until this October. That's wild. Because I feel like we've been watching him forever. And I guess we have. Because I think he was drafted when he was 21. But my goodness. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one. They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.